Yo, 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 what's going on, motherfuckers and motherfuckerettes? Today is the 3rd of December, 2020. You're listening to Knowledge with Homage. I am your host, David Castle, a.k.a. Homage, the Lion Killer. I've got a really good show lined up for you guys today. I'm kind of doing things a little bit differently. And instead of just freestyling it and just going for it, I actually got some things lined up and some clips because I really want to... Uh, examine what's going on and expose this COVID bullshit that we are experiencing because that's what it is. It's a bunch of bullshit and uh, we really need to wake up. People need to find, up, find out the truth and uh, you know see what's going on before it's too late. And something just to demonstrate my point is something that our, our awesome governor, Mr. Steve Sisolak, just said and it pretty much sums up everything that is going on with this virus and his response to it. So check it out. How do you um, plan on enforcing, for example, limitations on uh, private gatherings and also this stronger mask mandate you're referring to? Well, we are certainly not the mask police, but I have done everything I could to help spread this virus. Wait, what? What was that? What was that, Steve? You've done what? Say that again. Say that again. But I have done everything I could to help spread this virus. Ah, yeah, that's what I thought. The truth always wants to come out, folks. And it it can't be hidden forever. So you heard it right from Steve himself. He's done everything he could to help spread the virus. What do you expect from these fucking assholes? Ah, that's so hilarious. I love it. I love that he said that. Because it's so true. And, uh... You know, I've gotten to the point where I don't even know if there really is a virus. People like Dr. Andrew Kaufman have come out and said that COVID-19 has never actually been isolated. That's a fact. It's it's true. Uh, the actual COVID-19 virus has not been isolated, which brings the question, how could they possibly make a vaccine for it if they haven't even proven that it really exists? Uh, but facts don't matter. And, uh, you know, we're just supposed to take what we're told by these people in these white coats, these scientists and these doctors. Uh, never mind the fact that they're all paid off by the pharmaceutical industry, you know, get big donations from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and all of that. None of that matters. We're not supposed to mention that. That's just conspiracy theory. And, uh, you know, just sh- shut up, slave, and, and do what you're told. That's That's basically what it's come to now. So it's no secret that the solution to everything, according to the mainstream media, according to you know, everybody on the news, uh, all the politicians, all of that. We can't go back to normal until we get a vaccine. That's that's what we've been hearing for months now. And they have expedited the process of, of creating the vaccine, something that normally takes sometimes up to 10 years because there could be lingering side effects that don't show up for you know, until years down the road. Um, but they've condensed that and made this vaccine magically appear in 10 months. And it's a new type of vaccine. It's an mRNA vaccine, which has never before been tried. And we're going to be the guinea pigs for this. And everybody is told to take it and and we'll be fine. You know, everything's cool. Don't question it. Never question vaccines. That's the one thing you can't question it. In fact, the whole medical industry is immune to criticism. It's... It's the only industry like that. I mean, you can 
criticize a car company for making a shitty car where the brakes don't work and you crash the car and, and everyone dies, obviously you wouldn't want to buy from that car company anymore because they've proven to make a shitty product. But even when pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer or Moderna or something uh, create a product which is faulty and causes people to die, even though they'll experiment and, and test vaccines on the poorest people in the world, in the poorest countries, and, and go in there and, and test their shit out on them, pay them like a dollar a day to do it. These Some pharmaceutical companies really do that. You can look it up. Um, even though they, they have a proven track record of doing some shisty, fucked up shit, they're immune to criticism and we're not allowed to say anything about it. You're not allowed to criticize doctors. You're not allowed to criticize nurses. Everything they do is just perfect all the time and we're just supposed to listen to them. And that's because we live in this scientific dictatorship where we're just supposed to blindly and mindlessly follow anything that they deem to be science. It's not real science. It's not actually a scientific process where you have a question and then a hypothesis and then you gather some data, you you do some experiments, gather some data, get the results and then come to a conclusion from that. No, it's not it's not the real scientific process. It's just somebody saying this is science, so believe it. Do what you're told. And this is the the society that they're bringing us into, this technocratic society and that's what COVID's all about. But I got ahead of myself. Let's just talk about who is going to be distributing the vi- uh, the vaccine and uh, how all that's going to work. So here is a clip from Good Morning America. Check it out. Talking about who's going to distribute the vaccine. We need it. We begin this morning with the top story on everyone's mind, the race for a COVID vaccine. We are even launching a special series this week. We're covering every angle for you because it can't come soon enough. I'm sure we all agree. So here's what you need to know. Today is a critical day. The CDC's Vaccine Advisory Committee will meet to decide who should get vaccinated first with healthcare workers a top priority. There are six promising vaccine candidates. Two are already under consideration by the FDA for emergency authorization. So once approved, the military, as we understand it, is handling distribution. Ah, yes, the military handling the distribution. What would we do without these people? And did you notice how she said, we all can agree, we all can agree that we need the vaccine, we love the vaccine, I want the vaccine, give it to me. We'll be first in line for it. Uh, we all can agree, right? Right? And the military will be distributing it. So, well, I mean, let's think about what is the military? Regardless of your thoughts on the military, I know a lot of people who have been in the military, good people. There's a lot of good people in the military. But let's think about what the purpose of a military is in general, throughout history. Their, their purpose is to kill people. They go around, they fuck shit up, they kill people. That's what the military does. But now... Now they're just going to save you. They're going to shoot you up with the vaccine. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. So everyone should get it, and the military is going to give it to you. And, and that's that. Now, something interesting that's that's also taking place simultaneously with this is the idea of not being able to go to certain places or or venues or even travel on flights without having your vaccine. You have to have proof of your vaccine. They're calling it a vaccine passport. Now, conspiracy theorists have been talking about this for months, even years, and now it's it's something that's really coming to fruition and being talked about in the mainstream media 
And this is another clip from Good Morning America talking about that. Meg, let's bring you in here as someone who really knows the business of vaccines. What can we realistically expect once the immunization process actually starts? And I'm hearing there's talk about a vaccine passport. What is that? Yeah, so this is this kind of futuristic idea where we actually have uh, a requirement to get a certificate of vaccination before we can do things. So as Dr. Gupta was talking about, it's going to be a while before most of us can get a vaccine. It's going to be the most high risk groups at the beginning because of limited supply. And then folks like Dr. Fauci are talking about spring and summer for everybody really being able to get access. And so then what does life start to look like? Do we have to have that certificate of vaccination before getting on a cruise ship or getting on a plane, for example. Mm. Experts I've talked with say that is a possibility. But what about like going to concerts or going to a restaurant? Would you need a certificate of vaccination to do that? That might be less likely, but companies like Ticketmaster are already thinking about ideas like that. Mm. Could they have a technology, for example, to link your concert ticket to proof that you've been vaccinated? So these are the kinds of things that are getting talked about. None of it is set in stone yet, but experts are saying we should think about these things, what life is going to be like with vaccines. And they are warning that even as more of us get vaccinated, we're still going to have to wear masks and socially distance for a lot of next year. Yeah, no surprise there. Yeah, no surprise there. These fucking cunts, man. Ah, it's aggravating. It's annoying. Yeah, no surprise there. So even once you get the vaccine, we're still going to have to social distance. We're still going to have to do all of this bullshit. They're still only going to allow a certain percentage of people into the restaurants. You know, now uh, in Nevada, they've reduced it from 50% capacity at places like bars and restaurants, you know, breakfast places, whatever. Places that used to be fun. Places I used to enjoy visiting. But now it's like I don't even want to go. Everything's become less enjoyable. Everything has become shitty and a hassle. So they've reduced it from 50% down to 25% for our own good, for our own safety. And you have to wear your mask all the time in between bites. Now, let's not forget that these masks, this isn't a law. It's not a law that everyone has to wear masks. It's a, it's a mandate. They've deemed it mandatory, but it's not an actual law. It hasn't gone through all of the shit that needs to be gone through in order for something to become a law. It's just something the governor said And, you know, he just said we should do it. It's more like a recommendation. Now, you could still say that you're exempt from it. That's what I do. I'll go to Walmart. I'll go somewhere. And then if someone asks me where my mask is, I say, I'm exempt. I have a health condition. Fuck off. It's none of your business, really. Never mind the fact that the masks don't do anything. I talk about that almost every episode about how the masks are completely useless. It's more of a symbolic gesture than anything else. Uh, They definitely don't do anything to stop the spread of the virus, uh, and they definitely do nothing to help you as far as your health goes. It's actually really bad for you to be wearing a mask because you're inhaling your own carbon dioxide. You're, You're inhaling things that should be exhaled, something that wants to get out of your body. You're forcing back into your body, and it's actually poisoning you. It's killing your brain cells because you're not getting enough oxygen. Um, you're, you're breathing in mold spores and all this gross shit. And people will often bring up how, well, surgeons wear them. Well, surgeons wear masks in an air-conditioned environment. They never wear them for more than two hours at a time. They don't put them in their pocket. They don't reuse the same mask over and over. They only touch the ear loops. So they, they do it under specific conditions. And not all surgeons even do that. And it's it's there's papers that have come out that say that you... The mask doesn't really even do anything in that setting. Uh, But regardless of that, 
nobody cares. Facts don't matter. People will still say, wear your fucking mask up on their high horse, these virtue signaling assholes who are just, you know, they believe everything they're told by the TV. They believe what the scientists say. They believe what the experts say. And it's taken a long time for us to get here and a lot of propaganda, a lot of conditioning to bring us to this point where people will so mindlessly just take whatever is told to them by the media and just run with it as if it were gospel. Now, it's funny though that that first clip I played with the the Good Morning America one, it had fucking like 99% dislikes, the one about the vaccine passport. People are not down with this shit. They don't like it. They don't approve of it. And we're just being lied to on the news. Anybody who's telling you that people want this for their own safety or that they're begging for the vaccine or people are crazy about it. I mean, some people are, it's a very small minority, but the vast majority of people are not down with this. I think a lot of people are starting to wake up and recognize that, you know, what's really happening. And it's, it's a bunch of bullshit. I have another clip that I want to play. Now this is from the no agenda show, which I'd highly recommend. It's a good podcast. It's cool. Uh, it's with Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak. And they've been, really uh, deciphering everything that's been taking place with this whole uh, coronavirus thing. They've been doing it for months since the start of the pandemic, and they've been doing a really good job. So if this thing will load ever, I will play it to you. And it's talking about why the PCR test is illegitimate, why it doesn't work for what they're they're saying that it works for, which is diagnosing someone with COVID-19. So you have all these people who are going to get tested. They're not sick or anything, but they go and get the PCR test for for whatever reason because they want to make sure they're not an asymptomatic carrier. They want to make sure that they're not spreading it. And, you know, usually their intentions are good. They're they're just scared, so they go and get this rod shoved up their nose and they get their brain scraped to see if they have COVID-19, a disease that's never even been proven to exist, but never mind any of that shit. None of that matters. And just an aside from that, so we all have to social distance, be six feet away from each other because this virus is so contagious, right? Uh, that's why we all have to wear masks. So why why is it that in order to determine if somebody has this disease or not, you have to do such an invasive procedure where you shove this stick up somebody's nose, like fucking up by their brain? It makes no sense. It's completely illogical when you think about it. Ah, but... Never mind that. Listen to them explain why the PCR test is bullshit. It has to do with the number of cycles they spin around the sample. So here you go. But it's the threshold that we keep talking about. And generally accepted, anything above 35 will result in too many false positives to actually function as a test from which results are being derived and translated into lockdowns, which is happening now in Europe. And we'll get to the low death rate in a minute. So how can I convince everybody? I'm shaking my hand again, Joe. How can I convince everybody that this is true, that this 35 cycle level should be the limit? If only, if only I had someone that everybody trusted, like um, Anthony Fauci. And oh, the irony that he appeared in July on This Week in Virology. Listen to Tony Fauci. 
This Week in Virology, the podcast about viruses, the kind that make you sick. All right. There have been a number of reports uh, of patients who shed viral RNA for weeks, as determined by PCR. It doesn't seem to be infectious virus. And the real question is, are they a threat for transmission? And I'm wondering if you think we could use uh, a cutoff of viral loads determined by PCR to say this patient is no longer infectious, can go home, can go to a nursing facility, because right now the, the physicians are really having a hard time with that. Right. Again, a good question. And what is now sort of uh, evolving into a bit of a standard that if you get a cycle threshold of 35 or more, that the chances of it being replication competent are minuscule. Mm. So that if somebody, and you know, we do, we have patients, and it's very frustrating for the patients as well as for the physicians. Somebody comes in and they repeat their PCR and it's like 37 cycle threshold. But you never, you almost never can culture virus yeah. from a 37 threshold cycle. So I think if somebody does come in with 37, 38, even 36, you got to say, you know, it's just it's just dead nucleotides, period. Period. Did you hear that, John? He's the man. He said above 35 is just bad nucleotides. Minuscule is the word he used. Minuscule. Minuscule. And he took and it's even more interesting that when you receive the results of your test, they don't actually tell you at how many cycles it was spun up to. So is uh, the the threshold cycle uh, uh, is reporting out a pretty standard practice and doing a diagnosis now rather yeah. than just positive yeah. or negative? Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, if, if when you go in, when, when I get my test, you know, it's negative. When someone comes in and it's positive, they don't give them the threshold until the, you go back and ask for it. Okay. But they know, they've got it. They've got okay. it. They've got it. You see, so they don't even give you the cycle count on the results of your PCR processing. This is truly evil. And, you know, Fauci probably won't admit to it anymore, but there we have him on tape saying above 35 minuscules. Crazy to even have that. Yet the tests are arriving at up to 45 cycles. Yeah, that means you're always going to get something. If you spin it up that far, absolutely. Okay, so let's look at some of the actual numbers from the CDC. Here's CDC who revealed their hospital count and how they counted. It's rather disturbing. It's a real report, but you won't hear it replicated many places. The Centers for Disease Control have updated their death counts for coronavirus and reveal yet again that COVID-19 is rarely the actual cause of death among coronavirus patients. According to the CDC themselves, of the 220,000 deaths attributed to the coronavirus, 87,000 of them died from pneumonia and influenza. Another 17,000 died from chronic respiratory diseases and 26,000 died from respiratory distress syndrome. 44,000 patients died from hypertensive diseases. 23,000 died from heart disease. And a whopping 28,000 died from cardiac arrest and heart failure. Yet all of these 
even patients who died from heart attacks or marked down as dying from the coronavirus. Doctors who spoke with One American News explained that 131,000 patients who are being considered COVID-19 deaths already had life-ending diseases, including cancer, dementia, and even end-stage renal failure. And according to the CDC, again, if you look at place of death, you'll see that some 10,000 patients who died from COVID were on hospice care, meaning they were terminally ill to to begin with and we're already expected to die but cnn will continue to keep those numbers up every single day oh yeah 230,000 americans 200 a quarter of that's what's going to be next almost a quarter of a million mark my words that's how they're going to present it next so the real impact actually of people having covid is much smaller than is being presented doesn't matter you'll never read that hello future hello future children 50 years ahead of me when you hear this on some scrungy old iPod that you dug up out of your your grandpa's attic. We knew it was fake. We knew it. No one listened. It's my message to the future. (laughs) I'll make sure all the kids know. Yep. Well, there you have it. And uh, shout out to Christian at darkdocs.com for archiving that because it did get deleted off of YouTube as as soon as it came out. That was from the animated No Agenda series. But so they're fucking with the tests. It, it, the PCR test is not even a test to begin with. The guy who invented it talked about how it shouldn't be used to diagnose an illness. Because we all have like thousands, if not millions, of different viruses inside of us. And the PCR test can pick up on any little fragment, dead viruses that you could have had years ago. And depending on how many times you spin it around, how many cycles, uh, you could show up as positive. You'd show up as you have this. That's why there's so many people who are showing up as asymptomatic carriers. Now, it's it's obviously a fraud. It's a hoax. So what what are they doing? What are they using this for? Uh, Well, let's see what happened since this whole COVID thing. All of the small businesses have closed. Not all of them, but a, a majority of them. Massive unemployment, dependency on the government for for your for your well being. A lot of people on unemployment. Uh, a lot of people need needing help as far as that goes. And you got these people, people like Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum, who are talking about how they're going to use COVID nineteen as the opportunity to perform a great reset, a great reset of the economy and of the world at large. So. There it is, folks. I mean, this shit's all bullshit, and they're they're using it to fuck with us. Now, just to give you another one, I got a clip of uh, David Icke talking about this lady who went into the data and proved that there were um, not as many COVID deaths as as we're told, because the overall death count of how many people died this year is is just about the same as it always is. There's there's nothing abnormal about it. If, As they're saying is if a quarter of a million people have died because of COVID-19, there would be 250,000 excess deaths on top of the amount of deaths that there normally are. But we're not seeing that. So um, let's, let's hear David Icke talk about that. Right now, maybe? After retrieving data on the CDC website, uh, Brian compiled a graph uh, representing percentages of total deaths 
per age category from early February to early September, which includes the period uh, from before, quote, COVID-19, um, uh, was detected in the US uh, uh, to after infection rates, alleged infection rates, um, which um, come from a test not testing for the virus, to after infection rates soared. Surprisingly, not to some of us, the deaths of older people stayed the same before and after COVID-19. Since COVID-19 mainly affects the elderly, experts expected, experts, I love it, experts expected an increase in the percentage of deaths in older age groups, which is exactly what you would expect if you've got a new disease that's taking uh, the lives of older people on top of all the other things that take the lives of older people. However, this increase is not seen in the CDC data. In fact, the percentages of deaths among all age groups remain relatively the same. Ooh. How could that be? Well, how about that what we call death by COVID-19 is merely the redesignation of the cause of death. The real cause to be COVID-19. And that's where the death figures are coming from. And if that wasn't the case, there would have to be an enormous rise in the number of uh, people uh, dying. So, boom, there you have it. I mean, it's a pretty simple concept, and, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this shit out. And sorry for the difference in sound quality on that. I just realized that all my clips I've been playing have been playing in stereo when they should have been playing in mono. So, sorry if I'm blowing your eardrums out or making it so you can't hear it. I'll do better next time. But, uh, yeah, so you, you, you get the gist of it, right? This lady is using the CDC's own data and proving that there isn't 250,000 extra deaths this year. So what they're doing is taking people who are dying from all kinds of other shit, it doesn't really matter, and then giving them this COVID test, shoving this thing to the back of their fucking brain or whatever, whatever they do, you've seen the videos, and then they're using the PCR test, turning up the cycle count super high, and making it seem like they have this this thing that they're labeling as COVID-19, this, this virus, which is pretty much fictional as far as I can tell. Uh, so it's, it's a total hoax. I mean it, it's complete bullshit, right? But you can't say that. I mean it's so blatantly obvious that we're in the middle of a pandemic. That's why everyone has to wear the masks. Everyone's dying. The hospitals are full. And I've been thinking about that. Why are the hospitals full if uh, – if, if this thing isn't as serious as they're making it out to be. How much of this could be psychosomatic? 
How much of this could just be people getting themselves sick by thinking that they're sick because they're so scared all the time and like they're told all the time that they they're going to get sick, you're going to get sick, you're going to get this thing, you're going to fucking die. That's what we're being told every day, day after day, front page of the news. It's always something about COVID. Today, it was uh, Nevada record cases. More people have died of COVID today than ever before. And and this is w- what has been the headline pretty much every day since like February. Even before the disease officially got here, uh, every day it was something about this new virus that's going to take over and, and kill everybody and change the world forever. If we didn't have the masks as a constant reminder that we're in a pandemic, then people wouldn't even think twice about it. They wouldn't even know what was going on. That's why it's so important to have everybody wearing these masks. It's it's a symbolic gesture. It's nothing more than that. Now, as far as people being sick, because a lot of people know uh, somebody personally who was diagnosed with COVID and who got really, really sick. Um, I don't know. What could that be attributed to? Could it be something to do with 5G? A lot of the symptoms of COVID are similar to symptoms of radiation poisoning. And why is it that we're not allowed to make that connection? Anybody who even hypothesizes that there could be a connection between the new 5G installations that they're putting up all over the place, which is very close to the frequency at which the human body operates. Anybody who even questions that there could be a connection with that is immediately labeled a kook, a crazy person. So it, it just it's just a question. You know, I don't know what's really going on. Maybe there really is a virus. I don't know. There's people like Dr. Andrew Kaufman who even say that there's no such thing as as viruses. And what we understand to be viruses are actually something else. They're actually something called exosomes, which is a natural byproduct of cellular division. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not, I'm not qualified to give anyone medical advice, but I will say that if if you get this vaccine, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're you're kind of stupid because something that normally takes over 10 years and they still they still have vaccines which have catastrophic effects for people kids who get autism you know i've i've personally talked to people whose children are victims of of side effects from vaccination people who've gotten sick even people who've died you know uh, people who end up mentally challenged with with some sort of terrible handicap that they have to live with for the rest of their life because of vaccination and that's that's a real thing. I mean, billions and billions of dollars have been paid out by these pharmaceutical companies. Actually, it's not even the, the big pharma companies who pay the money out. It's you. It's the taxpayer because these vaccine manufacturers are immune to any liability. They're exempt from it. They, the government pays whatever settlement that um, that the fucking pharmaceutical company is supposed to pay. So, I mean – it shows what kind of confidence they have in their product. Obviously, they know that something could possibly happen from this. Now, not even getting into the the possibility of there being some sort of microchip that they put into you to, to track you or maybe some sort of, I don't know, some sort of receiving type of device, some sort of metal that they put into you to make you more susceptible to frequencies to mind control you or something, throwing all that shit out the window, which, I mean, could be a possibility. The technology is there. 
And and I'm sure there's a lot of people who would love to do that, but not even going that conspiratorial with this. Let's just talk about how quickly this vaccine was made. Something that normally takes about 10 years was rushed and is they've they've pushed it on us in 10 months. And this is the first time they've ever done a vaccine for coronavirus, which is the cold. They've never had a vaccine for the common cold. They've never had a vaccine for the flu. Well, I mean, they do. They do have the flu vaccine, obviously. Sorry, forget about that. But uh, for the common cold, that used to be like a joke. It's, it's you know, I remember seeing a, a Simpsons episode where Lisa comes up with uh, like a, a vaccine for the common cold. And of course, it's on the Simpsons because, you know, Simpsons, it's all predictive programming. They're the ones who said that Trump was going to be president and all that bullshit. But I mean, there are some very real concerns with the safety of this vaccine. And to discredit that and to attack people who bring up those very real concerns is an evil thing to do. But that's what we're seeing right now. And uh, I'll read you an article here about how the anti-vaxxers, as they have been labeled, are just the worst people in the world. And we actually need to create legislation to, to get rid of these motherfuckers because we need the vaccine. We need the vaccine. Ah, shows who your governments are really working for, right? It's not you. It's the fucking, it's the corporations, dude. Of course it is. And I even think there's more nefarious intentions beyond just money. I think it's, I think it's something way beyond that. But regardless of that shit, I mean, you should be able to question the safety of this shit. So this is an article from The Independent, which is a a UK-based news source. And it says, coronavirus vaccine, labor calls for emergency censorship laws for anti-vax content. Uh, Labor is one of the parties in the UK, like like Republican, Democrat. It's equivalent of that shit. It says, so think about that. Emergency censorship laws for anti-vax content. It's because they're scared. They know that people don't want this. They don't want it to be mandatory. They don't want it to be forced upon them. They don't want to have vaccine passports to prove that they've been shot up with whatever vaccine that the government wants them to have. And they've already said that you're going to need more than one COVID-19 vaccine. So think about this. If if they're going to make this like mandatory, then whenever they say that you got to get a new shot, you got to go do it. You're owned by the state. You have no bodily autonomy. Your 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 whole body, your whole existence is just owned by the state. You're a fucking slave. That's what that is, man. Ah, but it's for your own good. The doctor says I should have it, right? The nurse. They care about me. They're so smart. Ah, Shadow Culture Secretary says government should stamp out misinformation. It says the government should bring forward emergency legislation to stamp out dangerous anti-vax misinformation ahead of the rollout of the COVID-19 vaccine, Labor has said. The Shadow Culture Secretary, Joe Stevens, and the Shadow Health Secretary, Jonathan Ashworth, have written to the government warning that our historic strength in vaccine uptake must not be taken for granted as the prospect of a treatment for the virus looms. The virus that has a 99.97% survival rate. <laughs> we need a vaccine for it. Everyone's got to get it. Kyer Starmer's uh, shadow ministers are calling for financial and criminal penalties for social media companies that fail to censor posts promoting anti-vaccination content, which they know is rampant on those platforms. So... The the only shit that we have to share things other than mouth-to-mouth and person-to-person are these 
social media platforms, things like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, whatever. Uh, it's become the new public square, and that's where people discuss ideas. Now, the government wants to hold these companies responsible for every every piece of information that takes place on their platform. How many times has the media been caught lying? Almost every day. I mean, that's what they do. Day after day, they just they just lie about fucking everything. They're never held liable. They're never um, they're they're not going to have criminal penalties for what they say. They just want the average person. You know, the average, you know, the mom who has a kid who who was terribly damaged by the Gardasil vaccine, uh, she's a criminal and needs to go to jail because she has concerns about a rushed vaccine, which should take 10 years to develop. An mRNA vaccine, which has never before been tried ever, it's a fucking prototype, it's a new invention, and they want everyone to take it. And if you have concerns about that, you deserve to go to jail. This is what they're saying. Man, the UK is on some other shit, man. That's crazy. And and the same thing's going to happen here. Same thing's going to happen in Canada. Same thing's going to happen all over the world, dude, because they're all in on this thing. It's so much bigger than just... It, it's, it's not an isolated event. This is a global takeover. This is the Great Reset. This is the, the New World Order. Is what it is, man. But continuing with the article. The opposition ministers say anti-vaccination groups with almost 100,000 users can be found within seconds of logging onto Facebook. An analysis by a think tank, the Center for Countering Digital Hate, <laughs> that's awesome, uh, suggests that misinformation and disinformation about vaccines is also spreading on newer forms of social media such as TikTok, where hashtag vaccines are dangerous has almost 800,000 views. Now, think about this. You could talk about drug dealing i mean think about music for example and the music that they promote to us you get it's all killing motherfuckers at least with the hip-hop shit uh shooting people doing drugs selling drugs all about that all these destructive things to society and that's fine that's promoted you get million dollar budgets from from the big fucking media companies you know the 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 big uh record labels they promote that they love it they're on board with it but if you the minute you say anything about vaccines and whether or not they're safe, even questioning, you know, could this could this possibly be unsafe? Is that out of the realm of possibility? Then you get you get censored. You get taken off. Uh, you have no support. Why is that? I mean, think about how backwards our society is. It's it's almost unbelievable. I mean, but this is the world we're living in. This is reality. Of course, not many people talk about it. Because you get shunned, you get ostracized, but I'm here, I'm doing it. Continuing with the article, in addition, dozens of anti-vaccination petitions have been posted on the government's website, some with almost 200,000 signatures. Fucking lunatics. The government has a pitiful track record on taking action against online platforms that are facilitating the spread of disinformation. So think about this. (laughs) There's an anti-vaccination petition with 200,000 signatures and just every one of those persons is a, is a lunatic, is a conspiracy theorist, nothing that they say matters. That's 200,000 people. That's a lot of fucking people. But we're just supposed to censor them and, and get rid of them and not listen to, to their concerns? Ah, it has been clear for years that this is a widespread and growing problem that the government knows because labor has been warning them for some time that it poses a real threat to the take-up of the vaccine. This is literally a matter of life and death, and anyone who is dissuaded from being vaccinated because of this is one person too many. So anyone who doesn't take the vaccine is one person too many. We all got to take it. It's for your own good, slave. 
In the joint letter, the two shadow secretaries of state said that groups flagged months ago to social media companies remain active despite commitments by the government and industry. Last week, social media giants agreed to package uh, agreed a package of measures with ministers to tackle anti-vaccination misinformation. Facebook, Twitter, and Google promised to step up work with public health bodies to promote factual and reliable messages and committed to swifter responses to flagged content. And so on and so forth, talking about anti-vaxxers spreading dangerous conspiracies and lies to millions of users and how anybody who questions the mainstream media is just the fucking devil and, and deserves to die, basically. I mean, are we really that far from that, from locking people up for saying things like what I'm saying on this podcast? I, I, how far away are we from that? Because it seems like we're pretty fucking close to that shit happening, especially when you see videos of motherfuckers body slamming old ladies for not wearing a mask, you know, in the middle of a park with nobody there. Ugh. And we all just go along with it, right? Everyone just puts their mask on, goes to the store, and, and, and fucking stays six feet away from each other. They stand in the little stickers. Gotta stand on the sticker. Ah, fucking cowards, man. And uh, one day, we'll, we'll come to a point, and we'll look around and be like, how the fuck did we get here? How did we get to a point where I can't even leave my house without showing some asshole with a fucking AR-15 in army fatigues my my digital health passport uh, to, to let him know that I don't have this fake disease? <laughs> because we're getting there, folks, and uh, most of us are doing absolutely nothing to speak out against it or to stop it. And it's pretty pathetic. Uh what humanity has turned into and how cowardly uh, 99% of the population has become. Because I think a lot of people aren't scared of the virus. They don't think they're going to get it, but they'll still go through all the bullshit just just so that they aren't called out for it. You know? They don't want to be different. So, here's an article from Zero Hedge talking about what's going on in L.A., uh, L.A. imposes toughest lockdown yet to avoid devastating tipping point as COVID hospitalizations soar. Echoing the situation back in March when California was the first state to issue a stay-at-home order, the mayor of Los Angeles late last night ordered Angelinos to stay home, warning that the city is approaching a devastating tipping point. As the U.S. and the state of California see unprecedented numbers of new cases, deaths, and hospitalizations. Last night, the state of California reported more than 20,000 new COVID infections uh, via the faulty PCR test. That's complete bullshit. Uh, The highest daily tally of any state. L.A. County has been particularly hard hit. And another thing to consider is the fact that most of the time it's the bigger cities that that are hard hit. And these big cities are tend to be like the smart cities that implement the new technology first. Just a thought, Wuhan was the first place to test out the 5G. Also places like San Francisco, Berkeley, LA, New York City, places that had big, big outbreaks where they have these COVID symptoms which are very similar to radiation poisoning. I'm not saying that is what it is. There's no way for me to know for sure. But I do think there should be more research done in this this possibility. Our city is now close to a devastating tipping point, beyond which the number of hospitalized patients would start to overwhelm our hospital system. 
There's no hospital beds. In turn, risking needless suffering and death, Mayor Eric Garcetti said late on Wednesday. We must minimize contact with others as much as possible, he added. So there you have it. I mean, it's just, it's the same old bullshit, dude. Doing the same lockdowns, just like I said would happen. I said, they're, they're starting in the spring, gonna gonna have this whole outbreak thing, do the lockdowns kind of as a test ease shit up for the summertime because less people get sick in the summer anyways because of the weather. More people get sick when it's cold. And then as soon as it starts getting cold, around like the Halloween, Thanksgiving, going into Christmas, that's where they're going to reestablish the lockdowns. And just like they did last time where they started with the bigger cities, the bigger states, most of the time tend to be Democrat. That's, you know, let's not forget that. These guys are fucking tyrants. They don't want you to have any freedom. They always know what's best for you. Uh, and then they, they start issuing the lockdowns again. And anyone who thinks that this is just going to go away all of a sudden, if we all get the vaccine, you're a fucking retard, you're an idiot, uh, you're stupid, <laughs> because that's not what it's about. And there's just so many people out there who just have no idea what's going on. They're, they're not willing to do any research in the alternative media type of realm, and um, they just they just go with what they're told. And it I was thinking about this yesterday, how... Most people, well, most people don't even watch the news, first of all, which is good, in my opinion, but they still, like, have an opinion on everything, and it's interesting to think how their opinions are created, and it's through this thing called osmosis. Like, it's not through avid research and trying to figure something out and, and weighing out all the possibilities and the different sources of information. It's just through, like, Shit they randomly pick up from different places. It could be like from a movie, from a TV show, uh, from something somebody said at the fucking grocery store or or some guy they work with or whatever. And all these things like uh, like mold together and, and fucking come together in their brain to create their opinions. And they don't even know why they believe what they believe. It's not through research or whatever, but that's what they believe and they're going to stick, stick by it no matter what. And... Uh, that's just that's just the way shit works and that's why it's so important for them to like have control over um the media for one because there are a lot of people who do watch the news and are brainwashed by the media and that's exactly what it's there for it's there to lie to you and and to manipulate your opinions and and get you to see the world the way they want you to see it um so they control that they control the schools they control you all the way through public schooling uh, up into college through all that stuff that control the healthcare industry. You know, everything the doctors are taught is, a, is an approved curriculum that is approved by the elites at the top. It was bought out by the Rockefellers 100 years ago, even though he had his own personal homeopathic doctor who traveled with him everywhere he went, and he grew to be like 90-something, <laughs> not taking any of his own drugs because he's also like the father of the modern pharmaceutical industry, which is based on petroleum products which Rockefeller controlled. But that's a whole other issue. I could post a, a good video about that, about the healthcare industry. For anyone who wants to watch it, most people don't care. But, um, so yeah, they, they control the schools, they control the medical industry, they control the media, they control Hollywood. And and when you have your grips on all that, then of course people are going to behave the way they do and believe what they believe and just go along with whatever they're told. And the minute you stray 
from that and you start to to research your own shit and 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 try to figure things out for yourself you're you're demonized you're ostracized and you you're actually labeled a bad person you want to kill granny you want to you know you're a domestic terrorist in fact this same mayor who just imposed all these new lockdowns in LA uh has also come out and said on the same day that not wearing a mask is an act of domestic terrorism so all those politicians mainly liberal democratic ones who were caught not wearing masks and and over the amount of people they're allowed to be with uh in particular gavin newsom from fucking california that cocksucker and i know people who know sisolak personally and he hasn't been doing any of this shit because they're fucking tyrants man they, they want to tell you what to do without following their own their own medicine you know they don't want to take their own medicine which they, which is actually literal too, because I don't think many of these people will take the vaccine unless they're completely stupid, controlled puppets, which some of them are. But any any of these politicians with any actual sense will probably never take this vaccine and won't give it to their uh, to their children either. Just like Steve Jobs wouldn't let his kid have an iPad, you know, same type of shit, because they know it's they know it's bad for you. But let, let's read this to talk about how the, the same mayor who is going to shut down L.A. again just did says that not wearing a mask is an act of domestic terrorism. This is by Tyler Durden from uh, Activist Post. It says a Los Angeles County public official was quoted by the Los Angeles Daily News as saying those who defied the public health order to wear a mask in public in response to the virus pandemic are guilty of an act of domestic terrorism. If it were up to me, anybody not wearing a mask when they are out in public would be arrested. That's an act of domestic terrorism and should be treated like one, Lancaster, California Mayor Rex Paris recently said. So actually, I'm sorry, that's not the same uh, governor as actually L.A. It's a guy from Los, er, Lancaster. Paris's comment comes as a small town of 156,000 located in northern Los Angeles County is in a county where cases on Monday recorded the worst day thus far of the COVID-19 pandemic. It's perfectly understood for Paris to be frustrated considering the virus pandemic is ravaging the county, though equating non-compliant folks as domestic terrorism is absurd. Paris's attitude should come as no surprise to readers as the county, nevertheless, the state has enforced strict restrictions in recent weeks. So, by definition, California Governor Gavin Newsom is a domestic terrorist? Exactly, right? Because he did <laughs> Well, of course he is. They fucking all are. Ay, ay, ay. It's kind of aggravating, isn't it? This this world that we live in. I know that. Like, I feel like I've had a headache for nine months. Nine months straight. Every day I get a headache and it's just thinking about this stuff all the time and realizing where we're at in life, where we're at as a world, as a society, where we're headed. Man, shit will drive you crazy, bro. It's nuts. And I think that's also why most people choose not to think about it. They just choose to look the other direction and they expect somebody else to come and save them. And that's also this this fictional scenario that has been ingrained in us through through Hollywood, through like the uh, the superhero movies, through the Clint Eastwood, John Wayne type movies where some some guy rolls into town and that's controlled by like all these evil dickheads and and then uh the hero just comes and fucks them all up and saves the day. That's never going to happen, dude. You got to the citizens of the town must save themselves. Nobody's going to come in from the outside and do it for you. 
And uh, that's just the truth of the matter, you know? I don't know. I don't know any other way to explain that. So here we are going into what looks like another lockdown. Thankfully, Governor Sisolak is doing everything he can to spread the virus. That's important to note. The truth always wants to come out, doesn't it? Man, that's just hilarious. Funny stuff. Now, something interesting happened to me. I was invited to dinner at a friend's house. A new friend. Somebody who, like, found me on the internet. And they are like, dude, I'm in L.A. too. You should come over to, to dinner and hang out. So I went over there and did that the other day. And uh, it was really interesting because we kind of met through the conspiracy type shit. And um, it was interesting to see how they how they had been prepping. They're people who had, like, never shot a gun, never owned a gun. And then they went out and bought, like, a bunch of guns for for the pandemic and went and bought, like, $5,000 worth of food. Their whole garage is filled up with tuna and coconut oil and ammo and just really ready for the end of the world, prepping hard, which is cool. I mean, go for it. I would say learn how to use the guns before you buy them, but whatever. Ugh. Now, it's also interesting to think what's going to happen with Joe Biden once he gets into office. Uh, things are going to get even worse, and it's crazy because most people who voted for Joe Biden were just voting against Donald Trump. They just, Trump, everyone hates the guy. He's very unlikable. He's had the media against him from the moment he stepped in the White House and he couldn't do anything right. He was just, he's treated like an idiot, like a nincompoop, and uh, just seen as the worst possible human being in the world. He's racist, he's misogynist, he's what other, whatever other um, negative label you could put on him. That's how he was treated, that's what he was called. Meanwhile, you got Joe Biden, creepy Joe Biden, sniffing kids and <laughs> just being weird, just a weird, creepy old man, losing it, not there mentally. Uh, saying stupid shit all the time that makes no sense. And he couldn't get anybody to come to his rally. Like, no one really fucked with him. He's kind of a joke. Meanwhile, you got Trump, who's like, people are crazy about him, despite the fact that the media is totally against him, that Hollywood's totally against him, that, you know, supposedly everyone hates the guy, but he would fill up towns wherever he went, thousands and thousands of people with flags and, and hats, and they're all rocking his merch. I mean, dude, if the guy was a rapper, he would be, he'd be bigger than Drake. The guy goes hard, man, as far as the, the get-togethers go. But somehow, Joe Biden, creepy Joe, weird dude who, who couldn't get 100 people to attend his fucking rallies, becomes president and gets the most votes in United States history. And gets like millions more than Trump, who was like killing it with all these rallies. I mean, regardless of what you think of the guy, I don't fucking love him. I don't I don't care for either of them, to be honest. But it's just the, the election fraud and the corruption is so blatant. It's just so obvious that they were not going to allow this guy to go for another term, no matter what. And uh, apparently all of these governors are in on it because... But they're letting it they're letting it go like that and uh you know i don't know man it's just what a weird time to be living through absolutely amazing now regardless of that 
I hope you guys are making the most of it and uh, doing what you got to do to get through these times and and have a good time because once in a while you got to look on the bright side, don't you? That's all I got for you today. And I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I'm going to send you out with this song. Enjoy and peace out. Alone and depressed, feel like there's a hole in my chest. Soul stress, dealing with these difficulties and tests. Deep in despair, needed to be pulled from the depths. People don't care, at least until your moment of death. Then they cry, and everybody says how great that you were. Funny how you have to die to get the praise you deserve. Guess so meant to win this life through all the ways that it hurts. I'm excited just to find the be erased from this earth. Searching for truth, only find a seat in betrayal. Disappointed frequently, cause I repeatedly fail. It annoys me equally to be in need of some wealth when I believe. Even easy to but me could easily sell. There's no peace in this hell, only struggle and pain. Love and hate are coincide to become one of the same. What's the fate of those who died? Do they have something to gain? No, does it take away your mind until you're stuffed in the grave? Keep your distance. I'm trying to speak, so please just listen. These words are With each other and then it blows apart Feels like there's a dagger that's stabbing until your lonely heart We roam around in the dark and search for source of light And all we seem to find is another reason for wars to fight A mortal life is so short, it's sort of elusive As soon as you're introduced to get used to it, you just lose it Stupid to be lonely with so many here beside us But we only see the negative and we let it divide us Devil like it's dying, so surviving life is difficult Spiritual design to be divided by the physical Think you find your soulmate, they go and make your heart break Hard to wait until you make Relations that are not fake. Why regain the past? The fire is turned to ash. I'm trying to learn the facts. No time to be turning back. Kinda hurting back, but I'll never let it get me down. Long as I know people want me dead, I'm gonna stick around. Keep your distance. I'm trying to speak, so please just listen. These words are killing me. Keep your distance. I'm trying to speak, so please just listen. The rage, I know what pain on my life. Life has changed. You never step inside the same room twice. Night is balanced by the light. Describing malice when I write. Without a challenge, life is like paralysis. It won't excite. So you have to cope. Have the hope. Why are you trying to stand alone? Trees are full of food. So there's the reason why we can't elope. Loneliness is solitude and nothing of life. Solitude is good, but loneliness will fuck up your life. Mind is inescapable. Our desire is insatiable. How can simple atoms be combined and then create a soul? It's beautiful. Assume the role of writer and make character. Humans should pursue the goal. We're trying to learn to share the earth. We're scared at first, and once we grow, we get more scared. Babies being slaughtered in a game of modern warfare. Even if I hate you, you're my sisters and brothers. Instead of fighting all the time, let's just exist with each other. Keep your distance.